When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Federated just wants to say thanks to all local businesses in and around the state of Minnesota. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. Visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during this pandemic. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, what do you got for us today on, on this it's, glorious Minnesota It was so cold Monday. yesterday yeah. that when I went into Byerly's with my sweatshirt on, of course, because I parked very close, Yep. even the checkout lady was saying where's your coat <laughs> and she it's, wasn't it's, wrong it's bad enough when my wife harasses me because i bring a coat you hate coats though i i think that's conceding to winter well, of course i you know usually but this time of year i'm in fort myers but yep anyway mm-hmm. uh i keep it in the car in case i put it in the ditch or something and you know got a big floppy eared hat and a pair of gloves mm-hmm. but if you're driving up to the store and you're going to walk 60 feet and then walk back 60 feet, what do you need a coat for? You're not going to freeze to death in 60 feet. <laughs> you know, uh, the 20 yards is not going to, you're not going to freeze to death in 20 yards. Now, if you fall down, hit your head, you'll be dead in three minutes, but uh, that you got to take that chance, I think. So anyway, I was getting harassed. I'm glad they asked you where your coat was. But uh, as a uh, owner of a very small condo down in Fort Myers, the other day I did check when it was 16 below here. It was 85 in the fort. So we were 101 degree difference here. 85 down there? Oh, it's been hot this week. Now it's cooling off because I think they're getting the tail end of the big storm down there. And then they're going to – they have the threat of rain – Later in the week for like four days in a row or something. But it's been a little uh, warmer in here, that's for sure. Because we got, what, the snow in Texas? Got some snow oh, in North Carolina and yep. Virginia got the hell beat out of them. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, in Atlanta. I saw some uh, I saw some uh, tape from Atlanta on uh, CNN or someplace yesterday. And they're having a little trouble with uh, plowing the snow. They don't have the... Uh, no, they, they don't. don't. have the big crew of snow plows like we do. They so. don't handle the ice real well. No, no. Well, who does, really? That is one thing about the pandemic. The other day I was... Uh, what day was it? Uh, Monday. Oh, so a week ago. When we had the... 
first real shot of cold, and I was driving south trying to get to 169, and I decided to go to Crosstown. Bad mistake. They were all backed up on Crosstown because somebody got wiggly, you know. And that was the day that they said we had all kinds of accidents and fender benders. That black ice will get you. Black ice. But black ice is a metro phenomenon because rural, you don't have – the exhaust traffic. You don't yeah. have stop signs. You know. You know. You don't have that. You don't have the exhaust. So, anyway, yeah, it's been a little cold, but uh, I've uh, I, I, I've been contemplating the Gopher basketball team, and I've realized there's no answer. Mm-hmm. There's no no explanation mm-hmm. for how Carr is one of the five best point guards in the country on that puke white floor and on the road he's a stiff he can't make a shot he's god awful uh how's that happen i don't know especially in this year when there's no crowd yelling at you or or influencing the officials or anything there's there's no road advantage there's no home advantage how can you be great at home and terrible at everybody who's trying to explain what's going on it's him it's him. He's great here, and he stinks on the road. That's what it is. Three, it's, three of fourteen on threes in the first half on against the Terps. Yes, two well, assists in the entire. Now first we half. should point out that against Nebraska, they had they had a two for seventeen stretch, yep. Yep. And, and and made five out of twenty six shots, but they were playing Nebraska, mm-hmm. so you know that that allowed them to win that game, but. Uh, you know, just firing up threes and, you know, the car, the one game they lost at home, he lost it by slow dribbling the ball up the court with 30 seconds to go, go down and get a basket. Yep. Go get a basket. Go get fouled. Make a shot. What the hell are you doing? What What's going on in the brain? I don't know. He's, I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a fine career in about four years in the G League. Then go to Europe, make he's a bunch too, of money. He's get... too erratic. He's too damn erratic. They are. They are at times a really soft team too. Oh, My yeah. God, yeah, and without the big guy and having a sprained ankle now, they're yeah. Well, I mean, he tried he's, to play. Yeah, he's but, not exactly a. But he's, he's not, not exactly he's up a and down. moose either. No, though. and he's up and down. No, if, but, if he's PO'd, he's pretty good. And if he's yeah. not. He don't care, times. When they've been told when they told him he, you know, when he's had a lousy game, yes. and they told him he played soft against the kid from Michigan, and he came back and played great. By the way, I watched that quite a bit of that kid from Michigan, Dickerson, is it? Yep. Against Wisconsin. Yep. How big is he? He's got to be seven two. He towers over What's everybody. Man, he's a monster. That Wisconsin team is also he's a very. A they are, that's a they're weird media, team. They're, they're not that good. They're yeah. not very good. They're not, and Reavers' his cousin is, you know, kind of like Reavers on the radio, oh. really erratic. <laughs> <laughs> He's listed, Hunter Dickinson is listed at 7 2 exactly. Oh, God, he just you towers. You got it, 255. Over. He just towers over those people. But Wisconsin is, <laughs> Wisconsin isn't very good. So, you know, they're boring. They don't have, oh, yeah. a, and Trice is okay. And they, right there. But they waxed the Gophers there, too. You're yeah, right. they did. They did. They killed them. And they, I, do they come back here? I think. I, I think, think they, they do. do. Yeah. I think they can beat them. They'll beat them here. Yep. Here's here's the deal. 
Indiana, they'll probably lose. But you can't, you can't lose at Northwestern. And you might get another you might get another game at Nebraska. I mean they can't I hope you do for your sake. They can't lose them right? all. No. That Nebraska game's a must make up if you're the Gophers. Mm-hmm. You gotta get that win. I wrote a column last Saturday that was admittedly strange, but uh on Patino. Yeah, and, I read it. And you know, let's fire him and then rehire him because here's and I'm, the, I should have explained the whole theory was if he was at Providence and was 38 years old and had done what he's done here, mm-hmm. bad record in the Big East on the road, couple of NCAA appearances, uh, having a fair, you know, some nice wins this year, and we'd. What will we say? Oh, yeah, let's hire him, right? Yes. But now, because now he's only 38, he's the youngest coach in the league by four years. Yep. It's unbelievable. Yep. But he's he's just, I, I looked at the gopher holders. I always love to read them after losses. They, <laughs> and, then, and then troll them. They have turned on him like a rattlesnake. Oh, have man. they really? There's very few supporters. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 80% of the, I didn't read them all, but because they had, 10 pages of it or something, but 80% of it now. And you never know who's, you know, these are not all individual postings because they start arguing with each other, just like in the newspaper. Right. So, you know, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, they've, they're down on him. They got to get rid of him. But I don't. He ain't been fired this year. No, I don't think so. They're not going to fire him during a pandemic. This is us. This is Gopher basketball. That's what Phil was saying, too. Yeah. That's my. 20 years ago for basketball. Yeah. Yeah. They they need to learn the same thing that Clem did. The key is schedule games downtown, target center, win, and then insist you won on the road. (laughs) Yes. You know, back in the day, go to Met Center, right? That was one of his NITs the year that they They were redoing that place. Yeah. They, They played at the Met, right? Yeah. And they beat Southern Cal. I think they beat. The Trojans and Clem insisted well, that's no, a role. Well, yeah, him and Bracken had one of their great arguments. I was in on the argument about Dennis. Those are road, where were, were they played at Williams Arena? Nope, those are road games. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he won, I think. What do you have to win three to get to the end of the final? Yes, I think it's I, three, I think three get to get three to, the, to, the, to New York. To the New York, the and then he, then he won twice there. I, th- I think that's the year he won it. No. He won two. He won two. Yes. They took one of them away from him, but uh, he took one. But you just so. win, you know, around town. Don't play in the barn and then insist that you got road wins. Oh, yeah. Well, it's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest storylines I've ever heard. Well, the best you can. I don't know if the best you can do is if you can ever get, you know, slapped together a at a, a kind of a two-year period mm-hmm. when you had that team. You know, a Juco transfer, Bobby Jackson, who's one of the greatest gophers ever. Yep. And some tough guys up front. Nobody plays that game anymore. You have, you just throw threes at the basket. Nobody yes. plays. Big Ten basketball is not Big Ten basketball anymore. Wisconsin plays a variety of the old-style Big Ten basketball. Mm-hmm. But Big Ten basketball was... Two teams beating the crap out of each other. Nobody balling, nobody calling fouls if you just happen to knock a guy on his ass. And, uh, you know, so Clem played that with Courtney and John Thomas and that crew. And But this basket, 
Somebody made this point the other day, and I think they're right. We all talk about how baseball has changed. Basketball has changed more with the three-pointer, with the three-point crazy, Hmm? you know. I mean, and I've seen, I said this last week, I've seen a bunch of high school games. They're throwing them up, too. Girls, boys, they're all throwing up threes. That's, that's Which is fine if you can hit them. Yes, right. That's the thing I don't get about the Gophers. They know no. they can't make them, and they still insist on trying to make them. I was, uh, you know, lamenting. Well, I, I lamented this in the Patino column Saturday, and someone tweeted texted, tweeted back to me, uh, you know, replied, saying his team, his high school team shot 64% on twos, and lost by 30 because they went three for 36 on threes, but they kept chucking them, man. They kept chucking them. So, yeah. I, I I mean, high school sports should not have analytics in anything. Sure. You should not have analytics. Yeah. Don't go to some yeah. co- high school coaches. Don't go to some clinic where somebody's going to, give you analytics on launch angle and stuff like that. Don't, don't do that in high school, make a basket, put the ball in play. Yes. Don't have your kids sitting there like a statue looking for a walk, swing the bat and get to where you can get it. Mm -hmm. You know, and if if somebody's a good shooter and happens to be wide open and they're not guarding them, let him throw a three. But no analytics in high school. Let's not have any. I think that's incredibly fair. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, anyway. But I I don't understand why basketball, why teams insist on trying to shoot threes when When they they know they can't make them. Yes. You know, you're three of 14 first half, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you look at that and say... (laughs) Hmm. That's an interesting statistic. Let's stop doing that. There was though the uh, the win against uh, the win at home against who the hell did they beat uh, Purdue? Kalsher four out of seven. That was a sign of hope. I don't know what he did yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't he didn't good make again. Any yesterday. Yeah, I think he four made out, one. Four out of seven though. It's hey, okay, he's back. Yep. You know, or not? You know, I don't know. It's uh, it is an amazing year in college basketball. Michigan State, putrid. Yeah, Got beat by Iowa. Your Dukies are putrid too. Duke, North Carolina's Kansas. not good. Kansas fell out of the rankings last week. Well, Kentucky's like four and nine. Yep. Last time I looked, I watched a little bit of their it's game. Incredible. Saturday, yeah, it's incredible. What? Uh, and my guess is every coach says, you know what? It's a pandemic. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Take this off my record. Yeah, that's Take right. this off my record. That's damn right. it. Yeah. Well, North Carolina's North Carolina Duke. Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan State—they all stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's. So- I bet Roy's not not t- taking a good long hard look at, at himself though. So. I bet Roy's saying no. it's a pandemic. Yeah. This ain't my oh, problem. God, yes, Roy is. Roy's got to be in his seventies, doesn't he? Krzyzewski is too. Yeah. But Roy's got to be seventy, doesn't he? Yeah, I, was, I can look it up. Yeah, he's got to be. Well, I don't get those people in their seventies that won't quit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just and then they it. threaten to. Yeah, and then they keep threatening to quit. And then they won't. Uh, he is 70 on the nut. Wow. You're exactly right. So, uh, Coach K is 73. So our hockey team is finally going to play again, huh? Yeah, tomorrow night they're going to and do play we, the Kings. Do they? But they have not yet attempted to tell us how they're going to make What, they missed six? Yeah, they missed six. Six games. Or and they they're le- getting guys back slowly but surely. Do they lead the league? 
I think Dallas missed. didn't play their first five. Right? Yeah, Dallas missed a bunch. Um, first five or six, they didn't play. The Avs just came back last night. I think they missed at least four. Did they? Yeah, it's been a. The Flyers have been off now since I think last week. Yes. Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of teams that aren't close to being at, at what they were supposed to be at by now. Yeah, I was looking, but we still have not heard from the commissioner. <laughs> Haven't heard a damn thing. We still don't know. Yeah, well, we're just going to keep going on. We have new. Uh, New uh, guidelines uh, that, uh, you know, we, we want them to use their masks better on the yeah. on the bench and stuff like that. That's, yep. that's not where you're passing it on. And that's we're taking more glass out, too. Yeah. You know. Taking more. Is glass bad? Glass is bad. Yeah. Glass contains glass contains the germs if they're left behind, I guess. So they, they so took out. So maybe now more people can get hit in the head so with the puck if they're. They on took the out bench. glass from behind the benches and I think behind the penalty boxes now. Oh, so if you if behind, you, not in front. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but the jur- that'll the, do it. Yeah, it's it's the, hockey is the most no bleep Sherlock that this thing was going to get passed. <laughs> it's a it breeding is, ground for germs. It is astounding that they managed to uh, play in those two bubbles last year and didn't. It's because you don't allow people to leave. That's true. That's you don't true. have them go out. That's uh, don't go to strip club and tri- strip clubs and get the chicken wings. I tell you though, the mask police are out there, man. I wrote this uh, piece on my hometown and the yeah, pull them, pull them, the merger with this town, twenty three mile. And what's it was basically a piece about what's happening in rural Minnesota because mm-hmm. schools don't have any people anymore. You know. Fold in nineteen eighty one. They graduated eighty one. They got seventeen seniors. Right now, I saw the the quote. That's small for us. We're yeah. usually in the twenties. Yes, right. But you know, they, we had some photos taken, and there's like, I got these three Okabina gals. To, I took a picture with. I didn't. I had one of their classmates take it on my phone, so it would look good. But um, <laughs> but I I said take your masks off, so they're you know, yeah. and then. The action photo we had of a player was he's at his, you know, they all had their masks below their nose, you know, getting the kids driving. And we got about, I saw there was some comments on Twitter and everything saying, they're not wearing their masks properly. All right, Gladys Kravitz, who gives a damn? This is all, it's nonsense that they're making kids wear masks to compete athletically. How come the Timberwolves can play without masks and these guys can't? I have no idea. Especially when... But I can wrestle without a mask, right? I don't have to wear a mask to wrestle. But if I'm playing hockey, I got to wear my mask. In in wrestling, there's not that close contact, you know? That's what I said. (laughs) Yeah, right. That was my first thought. Yeah. I'm hugging a person. Yes. I'm literally hugging a person. Yes, you are. And, uh, you know... Gladys Kraft. And there's also a bit of saliva and... Sweat and and bodily fluids floating around we, in wrestling. We too. are making up the rules as oh, as we go because we don't know a damn Incredible. thing. Incredible. I'm still firmly anti two masks, so I ain't doing it. Who's doing the two? Lots of people. Uh, well, the Fouch is telling us that we better off wearing two, right? Oh, I, know, I, I haven't seen the Fouch. Yeah, I said, that's I haven't it, been studying Fouch. the Fouch's latest press I basically said on Twitter, you're going to get one mask for me, Fouch, and you better like it. Well, that's, that's be- it. yeah, that's pretty good, too. You <laughs> that's know what? it. You're getting one mask for me, buddy. That's it. I so, didn't know that. 
Well, yeah, I'm. I can't go too. No, because I can't breathe. Then. But by the way, Florida is going nuts, right? Because of the variants. Yeah, they're getting. They're, it's because they got tourists coming in, and they're bringing in the the British variant is like booming in mm-hmm. Florida, and they the South Africans probably next. But we're still going to have start spring training. I I cannot believe that they're going to do it. Yeah. But when is it? 18? It's like when. Pitchers and catchers for the Twins report Thursday. This Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. You know, I don't know. Because uh, what happens when you start? And then what happens if some team has to shut down training, spring training for 10 days? By the other teams getting themselves in shape for the season, you're gonna have guys. You're gonna have starting pitchers who get four innings in spring training. Yeah. You know, yes, and and I think they're only gonna give them 26 players, right? They're not gonna give them those extra pitchers. Correct. Like That's last what, year. Yeah, because this is all part of the big. Yep. The big battle here. So, well, good what, luck to you. So we we agreed to what now? We we agreed to everything, in the tenth. Everything, we start a guy in second. Yeah, and seven inning double headers. Seven inning double headers, yep. And I don't know if that means they're not going to have split double headers or if they're going to have. And the DH is out in the National League. DH, that's, yes, because that's a bargain ship. But I think the roster size is, I think you're right. I think it's going to be 26. Yeah. yeah, which is what they'd agreed to last year before. But the this pandemic. is the one place, Pat, the absolutely the idea of starting spring training in late March. And then starting the yes. season in May made sense. Yeah, yeah, end of April, early May. Yeah, yeah. it did. It yeah. did make sense. But, Late April. But but they uh, they they don't get along. They're, the players are very suspicious of the owners because right? uh, you know this thing that if you open that up, if you if you agree to the 154 game schedule, you open up the whole contract. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Not if they say. Just take the 154-game schedule. It's not taking away any of your rights. Have them give you a legal document Correct. that says that. That would take 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. No, you're so, right. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to. Uh, I don't know how it's going to uh, work with. They they don't need. You know, we don't know what the hell we're doing. So what the hell? And they're still going to you know cancel games. They're they're going to have the exact same problem. Right, the hockey's happening. Yes, they're going to have the exact yes. same problems. Hockey's happening. They're going to go through those same things. That's all right. But they had to once again. They had to come up with the seven inning double headers because they know that they're going to have to postpone games, uh-huh. and they can't say, ah, you know, you got to go to Colorado for six. You're supposed to play them three, but you got to play them for six. I believe the Blues. And and they played seven, right? Yeah, they they play again t- today. I think the I think they're going right? to be at like eight. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Well, they played seven in a row. Coyotes, yeah. I think Coyotes won three out of four in St. Louis, but yep. I think the Blues fought back to win two out of three, and Let they're playing here. They're, they're playing again today. But this is they they must have played somebody in between, huh? Because it was seven in a row. I thought I'll find it. It's ridiculous, though. Like you literally have to go back and forth and play a seven game series because there's no one else to play. <laughs> because between is this the, the main abs reason? Wild, they've canceled. Oh, their games. is that the main reason they're yeah. doing it? Because there's nobody else to play. Yeah. So have they we? Basically, yes. We haven't seen an adjusted schedule though. No, for our boys. No, we have not. We have not seen that yet. 
So hold on a second. I'll find this. Here's yep. my theory. Mm-hmm. If the Timberwolves had missed a whole bunch of games, mm-hmm. would we be seeing suggestions from the public? What were these guys doing? Why weren't they following protocols? But because we got a bunch of white guys who are our heroes, hockey players who missed three weeks. Nobody's ever saying. Nobody's saying. What are they? What were they doing? How did they? Uh, yeah, they were they going home to their kids? Is what they're doing, right? And when you're home, you know they're they're just they're living their lives, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, you can't. Yeah. And, and spring training, same way. They're gonna they're gonna have their wives down there, and they're gonna you know Florida's. Oh yeah, I mean they're it's gonna not, spread. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Unreal. Seven yes. Seven games between the Blues and and Coyotes. Seven games and they played in that time period. Let's see, they, they were supposed to play the Avs it got postponed, the Wild twice it got postponed, and the Sharks it got postponed. So they're gonna play seven consecutive games. Wow. But they have done it already, I think. Yeah, no, no, they they played six. Okay. The seventh oh, game is going to be okay. be at three p.m. Monday afternoon. That's the other good thing. These mid afternoon games. These you know we're weekday mid afternoon. They'll play at any time they what can. What was up with, with that? The, the uh, Gophers Purdue game started at like four o'clock on Thursday. They were supposed to. There was a postponed game. I read that FS1. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Had a game scheduled, a Big Ten triple header scheduled at four o'clock, and then. Who's not playing? Somebody in the Big Ten. Was oh, not. Michigan. Was that still Michigan? Not they're back playing? now. They're back now, but they weren't playing. Well, so they moved us to the weekend. I don't think they moved us from. Oh, okay, they moved us into that slot to fill an FSN one. Hole I, okay, I, I got you. Yeah. Allowing me to send out a tweet that Patino had a big advantage because he's used to playing big, big. He's used to playing Big Ten games on weekday afternoons in the tournament. I hope you got a good response. From <laughs> I did. I was amazed how many people showed up. I remember how many people picked that, uh, picked up on that. I, I I didn't know that they were. But my bottom line on Gopher basketball is we don't care anymore. No, I think you're right. We don't care anymore. We don't. Yep. I mean, there are Gopher holders who are ranting about. Patino, but we don't care about Patino. I think we're bored with We it. don't care. One way or the other, we don't care about Patino. Look, I think we're, we, we're we, bored. We know he might go to the tournament and win a game, mm-hmm. but we don't, you know, we're not saying run him out of, there's some people saying it, but not too many saying run him out of town or they don't. It's complete indifference now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in addition to driving out fans in addition to driving out fans with the surcharges on tickets and stuff like that, you could also, uh, Judd, for years and years, see the aging of that crowd. They were not, you know, that they were, they still had ticket holders from the muscle money years, you know, the season ticket holder. Downstairs, you'd look. This wasn't, you didn't, you know, the students weren't showing up. They'd get 200 students. And the rest of it, that that group was aging, mm-hmm. and and then they gave him a you know a they just naturally didn't want to go on a 
10 degree below night anymore and find a place to park and have to sit on their coats or, you know, because it's a dump. But so I think it's, and in addition to the surcharges and everything and moving, moving loyal fans, they're old. Yeah. They're, they're my age. They're 70 years old now and they don't want to do it anymore and fall on the ice. And, you know, there's no place in this town where you have to work as hard to get to a game as Williams Arena. Yeah, parking's a pain parking, in the ass. Yeah, I mean, you, some you got, people park over there. That behind, Oak Street ramp is yeah, yeah, a long behind. Yeah, they park over. There's another ramp beyond Oak Street over yep. there that that people park in, and it's uh, and right. then they, and then everybody had their secret spot where they could park, but it was like four or five blocks away. And uh, I think it's just, I think it's just became too hard to work and the product is just boring and mm-hmm. you know it's just and young fans didn't replace them because why i don't know i don't know i think i think i the the, the parental generation that's 40 and under during the winter their whole involvement in life is their kids, right? Mm-hmm. Their kids playing hockey or playing basketball or playing whatever they're playing. I think, I think that you know, nineteen seventies, the thirty year olds were looking for something to do, mm-hmm. right? The thirty five year olds were looking for something to do. Mussy came to town. You say you got to go see this. They said uh, now. They're looking for something not to do because these kids drive them nuts. I was, Katie and I got in this, uh, she started watching them and I watched a few with them, this Seinfeld coffee in the cab. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee in the cab with the comedians. And there was a great conversation between, he had Baldwin on who was great. uh, It was like a 30 minute or, but they were talking about, we were the first kids to have actual childhoods where our where our parents participated in trying to give us some form of you know involvement entertainment uh blah 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 he said but we took that and multiplied it by five times you know yes. it's all kids it's all what do our kids, you know, and, and and Baldwin and him were both, you know, they both have young kids. And they were saying, ah, we, we won't leave them alone. We won't let them, we won't let them do anything, you know, on their own. We got to, you know, we got to be involved. I mean, these are rich guys, but I think right. they're talking for everybody. Right. You know, the the kids are, you know, the, the kids are more important in the summer. They got a little free time. They can go to a ball game or a soccer game, right? But right. in the winter, you either got hockey or basketball, you know? And and dads used to let mom go, it felt like. Oh, yeah. Now, if you don't go as a dad, I, I think you're seen as a delinquent father, right? Oh, yeah. Like, dad would go to the Gopher game with his buddies, yeah, yeah. and, and they'd go to a bar, and then mom, mom could, might mom go. Mom could drop the kids. Yeah, out. exactly. I've told I think that's you, the difference. I've told you this story. My brother, Michael, was the quarterback in football. This is late 50s. 
he was uh, a, a mediocre starter in basketball, but in and although they had a pretty good team, and he pitched and played in the outfield in baseball and ran track, and he was better in track than baseball. But they, my mother went to maybe three home games. Yep, you know, <laughs> and my dad only went to home games. Yep. Now, if they played Slayton, twelve miles away, he hated Slayton. He'd go. But my brother was playing quarterback on a high school football team at Laverne and Wyndham and Lakefield. They didn't go to road games. <laughs> they didn't go to road games. They'd wait. You know, it was kind of futile to wait for him to come home most nights. Well, there's nothing was, wrong with that. He was a bit of a rounder, but yep. but the next morning, I remember. You know, my folks talking to him, asking what happened, who who won. You know, yep. <laughs> you know, it's. I think that, that was the norm. Yeah, that would be. Now they drive hundreds of oh, miles. Oh, now they'd be ripped by their friends for not going to the road games. <laughs> practices. You know, they're they're upset now. They can't get into practices because of the pandemic restrictions. Well, that's what parents want now. Oh yeah, to, go, they, to get into practices. If I was a coach, first thing I'd yeah. ban: no parents at practice. Well, I know that. I'm not sure if it was this way this year, but I know that Woodbury hockey tryouts Mm -hmm. for when they were selecting who's going to A team and B team and stuff, Mm -hmm. they put a black curtain around, dropped a black curtain around the ice so the parents, so the kids wouldn't spend all their time looking up to the stands for approval from their uh, parents. Who's the genius on that? I don't know. I love that. I don't know, but that's, they basically said, we're picking them. Good. You're not in the process. Good. So. That's a great idea. Now, I went to Luke's game Sunday morning. He's a 10-year-old. His coach is Dean Talifus's son. Really? For, for a 10-year-old B-team or something like that. Okay. So the one thing about these suburbs like that is you got the parents, mm-hmm. like Pete, I think his name is Pete, played with Wisconsin and was a good player. I think his name is Pete. And, you know, he's out there. He's got kids. And he's in. The, you got guys like that coaching in the program, you know. It's not Bill from down the street who can't <laughs> skate, you know. Right. So, but... It is. Uh, it does I mean, not need parental advice. But part of the part of the whole problem they're having in basketball and hockey, I think, is parents are. You know, it's you know, the forty-year-old guy is ass. I, I still got kids. You know, I you right. Know, so and it's expensive. Oh God, yes. And, and that they picked the worst time of all to raise prices. Yep. You know, you go to the Citrus Bowl. Yep. And you you're acting like. You just won the national championship, and you're going to gouge everybody. Yeah, like they yeah. went to the Rose instead Bowl. of saying, "Hey, that's a nice little reward, folks." Yep, you're not. You know that you've been there. You've been loyal, and now that we had the glory of getting beaten the Citrus Bowl, we're going to try to gouge you. Mm-hmm. You know, the hell. You know, it's it's. What are they going to do over there? Seventy five million in the hole. I have no they idea. They ain't going to get it back by cutting gymnastics. Nope. No, I have no clue. I have no clue. And they're going to put more, they're going to put 20 more kids on scholarship this year for football and stuff. I don't know. What are they going to do? But I mean, do? what do you do? 
I don't know. Everybody's going to be in the same predicament, right? And you and like what sport? You just beat up all your boosters to make donations to that for the hundred and seventy million dollars. What sport there right now drives the excitement? Foot, football Fleck two years to ago, some degree. Yeah, does. I think people are still optimistic about him, but but I don't think it's a huge like following. Not like it was, like it was. two years ago. No, now or after no, this, this year was not. This year was not good for that. And the pandemic. I mean, you're coming back off that. The first thing that I think people and companies are going to scratch is tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Sweets well, and we season have, tickets. We have, and it, it it is such a mystery. It's impossible to get your arms around it. So there's not any sense. There's no sense in even predicting what's going to happen. But all all we can agree on is sports at the Big time college, even the mediocre college, and all the way up to the pros, will never. The NFL is probably the only one that's exempt. Mm-hmm. Will never. They will never be like we saw in two thousand nineteen. It's, it's never going to be the same after the pandemic. Yeah, I don't think that's not for sweet, a while. Selling not for a while. Sweet, no. selling, you know. Not for people, a few years, for people sure. People are going to be recovering financially from it. They're going to be recovering. But I mean, what mentally know, from it? Golfers, wolves. No one's going to give a damn. No, they didn't care before. St. Thomas, what how, you know? This move, God Division One. What's going to happen to them? Him. God love them. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I know they get. I don't think you're allowed to dip into your. Academic, your academic endowment, which is huge for athletics. I don't think you can just say, "Hey, we got a six hundred million dollar endowment. We're going to take twenty five million and buy yeah. and build a hockey arena." Yeah, I don't know. And I, I mean, know. this town is just not that big. No, no, that's uh, there's only so many places that you can go. Yeah, it's, the Vikings uh, will always be the top ticket. And that's not going to change. And, and, and the NFL, that, you, know, you know, the NFL managed to play their whole schedule. They're going to do what they do next year. Come the summer, they're going to have regular training camp. They might not have their usual quota of mini camps and everything else. Mm-hmm. They got a 10-year agreement with their idiot players. They're going to function almost normally. And I think they had issues with the concussions and the whole idea of, you know, the, I think they had issues for the future of the sport, but I don't, I think this pandemic has been good for them. Mm-hmm. It has regained their status as the Kings. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were the, they were the Kings, but it wasn't like completely. It dominant. hasn't hurt them for sure. No. And it, everybody else, it's long-term effects are going to be brutal. And th- they play once a week. It's the yes. ulti- it's the ultimate thing. So if I can't play you on Sunday, I can schedule a game on Wednesday. You know, and that's one advantage. No one else has. That's that. one advantage. Go football has too over hockey and basketball is you know, it, with the the kid driven parental groups, they can get away on a Saturday and and go to a game once a you know once a, and go to six home games instead of you know the Gophers have. Twenty of them, and ten of them. You got to if you got season tickets, you got to eat them. Yep, because it's you know they're playing nobodies and they're charging full price. And 
A lot of issues. Now, on an optimistic point, I got nothing. <laughs> Zero? Go for hockey. They're back after they're up and down, but nice. that's the way hockey seasons are played. Two shutouts. And they shut out. They, they got twice. revenge on Notre Dame. Yep. By the way, if I was a betting man, I would have bet on them. Could go down and get revenge against Notre Dame because having been to my one Gopher game, the Gophers have better players than Notre Dame. Even though Notre Dame beat them here twice, yep. they were just not ready to play that grinding slow. And then Wisconsin game. just kicked their butts yeah, for eight eight to one. But they're that uh, Saturday game. They're uh, you know when push comes to they're going to be a number one seed. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. When's the final four? It's not the here. Frozen is it? four? No, it's not here, is it? No. Where is it? Some other? They're, it's uh, coming. Pittsburgh, I believe. It's coming back here pretty soon, is it? Like, yeah, year I two? think it's in Pittsburgh this this year. Okay. Twins. They report on Thursday. Yeah. Optimistic or not? Oh, uh, more than I was a week ago. You know, ten, two weeks ago, I liked Simmons. You know, because I think that they do have to get better in the infield. Uh, but the uh, rotation doesn't uh, do much for me. And uh, and I, I don't think you can predict bullpens you know, either. They're like goaltenders. I think you're right. You know, they're, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Romo's gone. I see he's going to sign with Oakland. Oakland is going to drive them crazy, too. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I, I don't want slop ballers. I want somebody who can throw hard. And, you know, out of the bullpens. And, uh, I mean, the White Sox have got five. They're going to have five guys in a bullpen who throw 97. You know, you can't have Romo slopping it up there. And yeah. I'd sign Clippard before I'd sign him, though, wouldn't you, if you were Oakland? Yes, that that Romo. is odd, yes. Yeah, Clippard is, you know. But, uh, I don't know. I guess I like the lineup. I, you know, the third baseman. How many games is he going to play? Yep. You got to tell me that before. Uh, Third baseman, Buxton, same yeah. question. I'm, you and, know, I'm less concerned about Buxton. I, I should be concerned because it happens every year, right. but I'm less concerned about him than I am Donaldson. 30, equally as concerned 35, about 35 year old who every time he runs, tries to run fast out of the box, pops his calf. Buxton, though, finds ways to get hurt. That's what's scary. I mean, every time he finds that he invents, and I, it's not his fault, I'm sure, but my <laughs> guy, I, you know, I mean, you're chasing a fly ball in center field in what amounts to a practice. Hey, uh, we ought to uh, tell people about our loyal sponsor. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out 
EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Racy Unchained. Yeah, that was, you know, that misstep was like, it's yeah, weird. But I mean, that's yeah. the Buxton thing that mm-hmm. gets me every time is there's something new. Yeah, I think it's, baseball seasons are weird, too. I mean, I, I listen to MLB Network every once in a while. These guys are breaking down every team and talking about it like it, these are givens, you know, that this is given, you know, this is, you know, the this team has no chance and that team's, you know, they're, you know. It's not like Gammons when he used to do the ESPN once and 20 teams were contender and eight eight were on the rise and two might have some troubles. You know, <laughs> Peter was, Peter was, nobody ever really sucked, you know, in Peter's preseason assessments. But, uh the uh you know it they're the twins are not the Yankees and they aren't the Dodgers and maybe the Cardinals. So they're unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends upon how the year goes. I mean it depends like two thousand eleven. Hey Ricey, can we beat the Yankees this year? That's the only question I heard in March. Yep. And they went sixty three and ninety nine, yep. Finishing nineteen and fifty. So you, you, if 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 Maeda gets hurt and pitches sixty innings, you know well, if Donaldson gets hurt, Buxton yeah, gets yeah, hurt. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. I mean, it's, it's, does it's totally unpredictable. Yeah. Sano, I, I have like, no idea like what to that. expect there. I like Phil's Miller's piece on Sunday about these historic statistics about not putting the ball in play. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys, you know, they they put the ball in play. What was it? How many of the 60-some percent of their bats, there's a ball in play. You know, when you take away everything, you know, it's... Uh, it's the problem with baseball, they, too, they, right there. They don't make... They, they don't make the other team make a play out of them at such a high percentage your, of time. Your point... After the Astros' losses, I thought was the most spot-on thing, and that is that roster lacked athletes across yes, the board. Yeah, and they've added Simmons. Yep, who's something of an athlete, but really, you know, Jeffers is probably going to be the A catcher, right? Mm-hmm. But Snow is. But so, yep, he's not an athlete. I mean, yeah, he's an athlete for 300 pounds, but he's not an athlete. Uh, Polanco's an athlete, but yeah, but Buxton's an athlete. Kepler's overrated as an athlete, and now I don't know who's going to be playing left field. Kirilov, probably. Yeah, I think Kirilov's a hitter. I'm not sure he's an athlete. Yeah, they're not an athletic team at all. So, I I don't know. So what's, I think of all the things to be concerned about, hey, one Donaldson. I guess two Buxton, but three Snow. So I agree. Can he be this run? Is this it? Well, yeah. Is he going to be That's a guy? A, yes. Is he going to be a guy who can't hit a ninety-three mile an hour fastball if it's 
four inches below his man boobs. You know, I mean, is it, if it's if it's a I know what you're six inches above the belt. And last year was brutal. Oh God, like he couldn't. He that can't, was awful. Everybody talks about hey, he chases that breaking ball. No, he can't hit a fastball unless it's down. Mm-hmm. Unless it's down where his swing is, mm-hmm. he cannot load up and get to a fastball. I, I can't say above his belt, but somewhat above his belt, you know, mm-hmm. between the top of the strike zone and the basically the top half of the strike zone. He can't get to a fastball. Yeah. The top, top 40% of the fastball. Last year was brutal. Oh, and he couldn't catch up with anything. He's, if I'm playing the Twins and there's runners on second and, and there's a runner on third with one out, in the bottom of the seventh, when the game's going to be decided now, he's the guy I want coming up because I'm going to strike him out. Yeah. You know, he's going to get it. Unless you certainly I, did last season. Unless I decide to throw him a cookie hook yep. that hangs. Which is going to go a long way. And then he'll hit way, it 700 we'll feet. And say, oh, my God. Oh, he's back. Look at that. He's back. That's the, thi- that's the thing that drives you crazy. Did you know that the sewer line that runs from your house underneath your front yard is your responsibility until it connects to the city sewer? Your sewer line can get clogged by tree roots or it can crack or break or collapse because it's old or the ground shifts over time. If your sewer line gets really clogged, it can cause sewage to back up into your home. You do not want that. If you have a sewer or drain problem, better call Bonfi. Save $150 off an intensive sewer line cleaning when you tell the folks at Bonfi Royce sent you. Because then we all say, oh, this is, uh, this is unbelievable. How could you think about training him? And I don't think getting in, you know, he was in good shape in spring training. And then he was bigger, which is not surprising when they start playing again three months later or four months later. Yep. But he wasn't enormous like he was the slovenly and enormous. But I don't think getting in shape is going to get him to the, we always say he's got to get in shape. Well, he's got to get to the fast. He's got to figure out a way to load up and get to the fastball, whether he's in shape or not. How does a guy who, who, when he arrived here, appeared to have an approach, have no approach now? I don't know. I don't know. He, uh, you know, he would lay off, he would lay off non-strikes real good when he first came. Uh, and he came up in end of June, right? July 2nd. July, July yep. 2nd. So Early for July two months, he was, pitch recognition was very good. Yes. And then a lot of people felt like he was chasing home runs in September to get those rookie numbers up there, you know, not because he was going to be rookie of the year, but, the, but, that they, that he kind of lost that thing because he was chasing home runs and whatever he's done he's now what was it seventeen he was all star pretty mm-hmm. good he looked pretty good and then he just, but I mean his approach is gone now there's oh, no, there's nothing there besides trying to hit home runs that's yeah. his that's his only goal now it looks like at least and it's it is that's why I thought Donaldson might be good for. Him. Because Donaldson will take the double to, you know, hit the home run. I mean, this guy, I don't don't know what you do. Put a blinders on him or something to make him hit hit 400-foot home runs to right center when the ball's away from him instead of 480-foot home runs when when he gets a cookie hook inside. It's, uh, you know, that's ruined a lot of people, though. Oswaldo Arcia <laughs> ruined Oswaldo. He could never, 
cut down his swing, you know, on the pitch away from him. He just chased it and, and ended up getting run out of the Mexican League. That's Johnson. what I was going to say. Where, where is he now? Was in the Mexican League. Now with the doing, Reds, right? Not Mexico doing, City Reds? Yeah, not doing that well. He, well. Last time I looked, he played with about three different Mexican League teams. Huh. They kept getting rid of him. So He was my man, too. I was very heartbroken about that. I, I liked him as a guy. Oh, did you? Yeah. He was, uh, you know, he had some personality. Uh, but then he, you know, completely undisciplined, I think, in, in, uh, as a hitter and maybe in life. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that could know. be a problem too. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, anywho. All right. You got anything else before we wrap this sucker up? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, oh, I should mention, uh, the golf tournament, Pebble Beach uh-huh. used to be one of the great events. Every year, they had none of the world's top ten playing, and apparently they, you know, in the past they they don't like to go out there and play because it's too cold. Oh, that's why we're staying. <laughs> that's why guys are staying. Yeah, well, before it was, they didn't want to play with the amateurs, you know. Yep. But here's this. I, I, I saw these numbers. It's incredible. They they. Assigned points in this FedEx Cup uh, based on the strength of the field. Okay, like how many top 100s and stuff like that. The winner at uh, a couple of weeks ago got 54 points. Mm-hmm. The winner at Pebble Beach yesterday got 30 points, which is the same amount of points as uh, they got for winning the Sanderson Farms <laughs> backup event last fall. How can they be so I don't far know, down but the if I'm pole a, there? If I'm AT&T, I am raising hell. Yeah. I don't get any of the, you know, Dustin Johnson. One reason is a bunch of them were in Saudi Arabia the weekend before playing for big experience money, uh, big uh, appearance money, Dustin Johnson and those guys. So he was, but uh, there's a sport that's got issues if you if you can't get people to show up yeah, and accept no the money. So. I have been a client of the Canopy Group for five years, and at my last renewal, they are still saving me money. Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly, it did. Each year, the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year, they saved me an additional $791. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save $791, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Anyway, that bothered me. I was watching that. I watched more golf than anything. And a fine Daytona 500 that ended at 12.15 a.m. in, in uh, Daytona So yesterday. it rained all day. Rained all but day. we kept going back. We started, well. And racing. I think we, we started, had a big crash, and it started raining. Yep. And then they raced all night. I saw the finish. It was spectacular. I went upstairs, watched a bunch of TV. Like a movie. Came down and it was still on like at midnight. Yeah, cars blowing up. 
Yeah. You had cars catching yeah, the fire. Guy at the who end. Won was just like you driving around the, through the Lowry <laughs> It was like tunnel, the ice. Through the Lowry right. Tunnel, and all of a sudden everybody was crashing. I made it out right before the we go. first guy slammed his brakes on. I win. There was all a right. lot of fire there. All right. I'll That's talk to you it. next week. Yep. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.